comic book readers, and welcome to another episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a live comic book review show where we take comic books in the past week and we talk about them and recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Very excited. We talk about the news and reviews here in the comic book world. There's a lot of stuff happening in the comic book world, and you may not have even heard about it, but I bet you have. Honestly, do you mean yeah? Specifically, well, I was gonna say uh, the generic everyone, but no, you're right. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure you you have not heard of these things specifically. Well, tell me about. Well, them I am excited to talk about them. For one thing, uh, there were a couple of rumors out there regarding the uh, the the one Jason Aaron who was oh, gonna yeah, jump ship over to IDW to write the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it turns out that's true. He is definitely writing for the Ninja Turtles, okay. and uh, that'll be. Uh, you know, a seminal uh, beginning for for the for the turtles. Uh, and the, the the next question people had was, who is going to draw the turtles? Mm. And uh, actually, IGN had the exclusive where they broke the news that uh, the first four issues of the new run or the relaunch, not reboot, relaunch of the turtles title will feature or focus on one turtle. Oh, makes sense to me. Okay. Uh, but each turtle is getting their own artist. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So the first issue is going to have Jason Aaron writing the Raphael issue with Joel Jones doing the art. That's like cool. Yeah. And I'm also a little worried. <laughs> You're worried? Yeah. It's only one issue. Oh, it's See, only the one. Okay, oh, okay. I thought it was four issues. No, no, no. Okay, okay. okay. And to, to to clarify, yeah, your what? concern is not, oh no, Joel Jones is not a good fit for the turtles. Your no. concern is, oh no, they probably wouldn't be able to handle more than two issues in no, a row. Oh, well, well, you know, it's only one issue. Okay, then yeah. So that and and then the, okay. I, I I assume the issue is finished, so it's okay. even more exciting. Great. Uh, the, next? the second issue, Michelangelo, Raphael Albuquerque. Okay. Right? That's kind of fun. Yeah, I think that's awesome. That's yeah. really exciting. Uh, the third issue is uh, Leonardo with Cliff Chong. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love Cliff Chong's art. And not that's not to say I don't love everyone's art. Every artist on this, not only have I heard of them, but I like them. It's not just one of those things where I'm like, oh, it's that, them. It's that name recognition. Good for them. No, no, I really want to see that stuff. And then finally, uh, number four, finishing uh, off strong with the best for last, uh, we have Donatello with Chris Burnham. Now, more recently, you've seen his work on uh, the Unstoppable Doom Patrol. Ah, uh, thank you. Like, uh, but I yeah, I know them from. And Chris Burnham, I think, is out of all of them, uh, the best pick for like a like a turtles book. Like, I feel like he really lends his style to the turtles. So I'd be all excited. You like it because it looks like the original turtles. It, it's it, a little more like it. Yeah, I, I like Joelle Jones. <laughs> I mean, the Joelle Jones thing is going to be fun. She's doing my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people's favorite is Raphael. Yeah. That's fair. But uh, yeah. I, I don't think so. Every time we say that, That's it's true. like we're wrong. Yeah, well, then the vocal minority comes out. But let me tell you something. Every damn movie is about Raphael, except for the last one, which is really about nobody. I have good taste. I, 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 listen, I love Raphael. Good I love his journey, and uh, I'm, I'm a fan. But yeah, I'm a fan, too. I didn't feel the kinship with him. I didn't feel the rage. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and my love for him just keeps growing every day. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> So yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm hyped for this. This is a great start. Good job, IDW, for getting uh, top tier talent. Yeah, that seems to be like the thing nowadays. Is like, oh, when I want to make a big splash and I want to get people's attention with something that may be a hard sell for new readers or for readers overall. Uh, why don't I get some of the biggest names in comics? Oh, you could do that. Yeah, as it turns out, you can do that. <laughs> 
because they're all work for hire. Yeah. <laughs> these yeah. these talented uh, bastards. Excellent. And ladies. But yeah, I'm excited. Ninja Turtles, way to go. IDW, uh, Jason Aaron writing all four, so there'll be consistency across, but you'll get very, very distinct different uh, art for each issue before it, go, it rolls into the, the, the ongoing series. That's great. Yeah. Sweet. Good job. Sounds fun. Agreed. I'm hyped. Yeah. Um, but well, you said there was more than that. Was there? Is there more news? I mean, there's all kinds of news. There's oh, okay. rumor and so forth. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Rob Liefeld went on his podcast and he talked about how there might be a uh, ultimate DC universe coming out. Um, I wanted to talk about it for a second. We did actually uh, cover it on the last episode, but I wanted to know, what do you think about that idea? Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. That the idea of them doing an ultimate? I yeah, like we, if DC were to do an ultimate. I universe. mean, I think we've pitched that before. We definitely like, in have the pitched past. That before. Like we've said, like I think it's a good idea. So yeah. like I think it's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. I yeah. I don't know what sort of uh, narrator Rob is. Is he a reliable or unreliable narrator? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, do you trust it all? Do you trust part of it? Do you trust none of it? I don't know. I, I do think it's a a fun idea. Um, I think it's interesting timing. For their, like, you know, the successful, seemingly successful so far launch of Hickman's Ultimate Universe. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Y you know? Um, so I'm sure I the DC will call it something else. <laughs> if it's true and it's uh, real. Listen, I, I have a feeling they'd have to. <laughs> You'd have to. You can't. <laughs> you, you can't. Yeah. And I think so, they know that. Regardless, like, I think it's a cool idea. And I, and I would like to see it happen. I yeah. think that would be fun. Um, you know... It's funny with DC. It's like they had like they've had a lot of imprints. They've, I mean, both companies. It's not just DC. it's true. It's not just yeah, DC. but DC has both more companies have had successful, imprints, recognizable gotten, imprints. Yeah, and they've gotten rid of them, bring them back, whatever. You know, it was like Vertigo. No, that's gone. Elseworlds. No, that's gone. But now it's back. Yeah. Ish. Well, supposedly, like yeah. the rumor is that both Elseworlds <laughs> and Vertigo are coming back. Yeah. But I haven't seen page one of either of those. Right. Things. Right. 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 But it's like. You know, if you did something like that, it wouldn't necessarily even be an Elseworlds. So you could still have that running side by side. Totally. And it just, you know, there's so many, there's such a, um, I don't know, there's just such a, like a weird balance. And I know why. I know mm -hmm. you don't have to explain to me why it is like that. No. Within DC as to like where the like quantity of books are. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like there's a lot of books under the bat titles. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Typically, right? Mm -hmm. Um, or bat ancillary characters. Uh and I feel like an ultimate universe gives an opportunity um to try something different and also not make it completely bat centric. Like, Absolutely. I'm sure a bat thing would be involved. You you would if be I were cool. launching an Ultimate DC universe, probably the first thing I would do, much like the Marvel Ultimate yeah. Universe. You know, you launch it with Spider-Man, you launch it with Batman. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I, I you know, like it's just a nice opportunity to like highlight other characters and to, you know, it's it's a it's a careful like line to walk, right? It's, what what works in the Ultimate Universe is your knowledge, like from Marvel side, is your knowledge of the character and then where they stray. Right, like they... this is different, and I know that because I read the regular universe. Right, 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 right. So it's like I don't I I don't envy that sort of um, tightrope to walk, where it's like you're like oh, I need to make it comfortable enough, but yeah. not too comfortable. And and I feel like that would be even more difficult over there. They're yeah. Just so there's, you know, I mean, they've been rebooted. They've been this. So there's so many takes at this point. So it's like, how do you make something new? Well, and we're but, already in the, the dawn of the DC universe, which is, I think, a, a rousing success. Right. 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 It's responding. Yeah. Uh, or at least the, the audience is responding. Yeah. New and old readers are, in, are involved. So it's like, we, what does an ultimate universe say? Right. Um, you know, does it say that the uh, the thing that you've been doing is uh, is not successful? Or I mean, they, is that what that's uh, going to be interpreted as? I right. say no. I think that it's just like it's all green. 
you know, if I were launching a new Ultimate Universe, I would actually try to make it as drastically different as humanly possible. Oh, sure. No, that makes sense. I mean, especially if you're leaving everything else running, you're not. Oh, gonna, yeah. You're, you're not, not like um, Heroes Reborning them. Right. Or New 52ing like, them. Right. Yeah. Or it's like, no, it's all this and that's it. Rah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it's interesting because it, it's it's an opportunity to jump on. Yeah. To something that maybe you're less familiar with. I think it's a lot. great opportunity. If that's how, again, it, this is. If they're doing I'm it. I'm only, well, I'm going to say, if they were doing it, I'm in my pitch. So it's not even, has nothing to do with that. No. In my pitch, it really relies on you going the route of like using the, the pop culture's base knowledge of the character. And then like. And then completely upsetting the And then going the from card. that. So yeah. that, you know, people who are new to the character are like, okay, I know enough about this right. to understand what's going on. I think on. I've heard of this bat character. I think I'm aware of what his name yeah. is. And then you go completely off book. I mean, people are asking for that forever. They're like, hey, be different. Do yeah. something, do something that changes the, 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 the whole apple cart. Um, but yeah. Uh, we wanted to say uh, this show is sponsored by you. If you're watching the show live, you can sponsor today's show by using Super Chats. Ask a question or comment. We'll read it here on the show. And you'll be part of the show forever like these fine people before we get into the comic books. Uh, Arduit, who says, Compop, woo. Woo to you as woo. well. Uh, support for top creators and people. Have an amazing week, y'all. Yeah, right? Oh, I know. Thank you. Uh, Hulkzilla, thanks for your support. Uh, I, I enjoyed your latest Good, Bad, and Ugly. That's right. Thank you. The Good, the Bad, the, the, good, the, bad, and the Ugly, a show that is exclusive on this channel, uh, has returned and it's here. We did a first issues of Deadpool, uh, the first three issues of any Deadpool series. Uh, we compared them all. They're here on the show. Watch it. Uh, mm. You know, I'm here on this channel. Yeah, that's right. On this channel. That's right. This is the show. Mm. I've been watching other GBUs. You guys made best wishes to you guys as always. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad thank you enjoyed you. it. Uh, Rami Darwish says, uh, happy Monday, guys. Yeah, yeah Monday. Monday. Woohoo. Wasn't Earth One DC's attempt at creating an ultimate universe? It was a little bit of both, I would say, because I and I always maintained that Earth One is the ultimate DC universe. But uh, I also uh, know that DC completely rejected that concept and threw it completely out the window. And there was a number of reasons for that. Uh, the first of which is that Earth One was an attempt to do kind of like contemporary, fresh, original takes on these classic characters or teams in the case of Earth One Teen Titans. That said, they also tried to use it as an effort to push original graphic novels or mm -hmm, rather mm -hmm. hardcovers. And so I think that's what bit them in the ass. It was like, instead of it being an ongoing series, instead of it being a mini series, instead of it getting into floppies, it was here is the volume. Right. And it's out and that's it. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. love that. And I want to support that idea, but I think that's why it didn't actually expand into a kind of cohesive universe. Mm. The thing was, it was not a crossover. Right. You know, right, like, right. And I think they were all really successful. Earth one, wonder woman. I wasn't a huge fan, but I still recognize game. Uh, Earth One Green Lantern, incredible series. Earth One Batman, highs and lows. Uh huh. You know, Earth One Superman. Uh, I think it's uh, a lot of people's favorite Superman. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, and and then there was also that Teen Titans book. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it was, and I think that if you look at the multiverse map or the, you know, the the categorization, they do say no, that's all in the same universe. Mm. And you're like, really? But uh, you know, again, it's been so long since the last volume dropped right and it's been so long since anyone cared you, you could do another universe and just go yeah that's the one we're yeah 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 uh crate says holy moly i caught comic pop live uh yeah. love the content i showed my wife the one more day and omit back issues and even though she knows nothing about comics she was flabbergasted and offended well, wow i'm sorry we offended you no i'm, I'm no, glad i don't that, think it's you i hope it wasn't you i hope not but uh <laughs> thank you thank you very much i'm glad she uh she enjoyed the show that's the yeah. idea is that anyone a uh, new and old reader, new uh, could read or could watch the show. Yeah, Thorn Identity. Thank you very much for your generosity and support. You. I would kill for to do some Elseworlds yarns. Damn. Well, it's on its way. I think Elseworlds is coming. 
So I would definitely uh, dust off some old pitches, maybe Pitch pitches. get them ready to go. Maybe call some old editors and uh, let them know. Heck yeah. You're down. Heck yeah. October Soda. Thanks for your generosity. Uh, yeah. Neon Rider. Uh, can Jason Aaron be enough to keep IDW afloat? Night Rider. Oh, Night Rider. Yeah, I, I see. <laughs> uh, I don't think that Turtles is the only thing that's keeping uh, IDW afloat. In fact, uh, every time that anybody says that, there's always somebody in the comments, and I don't mean on this show, I just mean in general, going, Sonic! There's a Sonic mm. book as well that I people really even, like. I was just thinking, I, I also like their um. Oh, their their the offerings, the hunger in the dusk, yeah. uh, the beneath the trees where nobody sees, um, all of the uh, dark days line. Yeah, I like Dungeon the most. Dungeon's incredible. Uh, so there's there's plenty of great stuff. In fact, if you were like, man, I like Turtles, uh, and I'm cynical about IDW's future, maybe you should be taking a look at their uh, independent offerings. In fact, maybe we should make a video about one of those offerings in the near future. In fact, maybe you should keep an eye out on this channel for something like that. Uh, <laughs> Matthew Terlago, thanks for your generosity. Holy crap. Uh, there's wow, an article going around you. online saying that Marvel execs and writers have said that the MJ and Peter romance is officially dead and will not be featured ever again going forward as someone with conflict contacts in the industry. Can you confirm? I cannot confirm because I do not have any contacts near adjacent to or within the spider offices. However, I can commentate on it because that's what I do best. Uh, <laughs> and I can say that uh, never say never. And Marvel is uh, very good. They pioneered, in fact, the uh, age old tradition of lying to their audience. Uh, and uh, while it may be internal, there is nothing in a creative medium that says that anything is permanent particularly in a soap opera serialized fiction universe. Well, I mean, admittedly, that's like uh, a brilliant long con there where you're like, we're ne like, we're never going to do this. Wolverine then, is dead forever. Right. And then like a year and a half, two years later, you're like, but, 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 but you said that it was over forever. I know. I know. That's what we said. Nothing's but then, forever. But then one amazing story came across our desk and we had to, you know, there's, there's all kinds of, yeah, that would boost some numbers. Yeah. Also, we know that Marvel uh, is also really good at rage baiting. So mm. I'm sure that they could release something like that or leak something like that right. just so people could get upset. And right, right, right. Videos about it and then monetize that rage. Um, and good for them, you know? I mean, mm. obviously, Marvel's trying to get people to be upset enough to, like, read their comic books. I don't know how that math lines <laughs> up. It's, for some reason, it's worked for them. But, uh, yeah, I can't confirm. Uh, and even if I did, like, that's the thing. It's like, let's say that I did. Let's say I knew Niccolo personally. Or like he was a But you don't. I don't. I, mean, we have, I don't think I've ever, actually ever met Niccolo. Uh, but uh, let's say I did, you know, because it's such a ridiculous notion. Because I really have never met him and we have no connected. We, we have no connected tissue whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't tell you if I did. You know, it's true I have friends in the comic book industry, but they wouldn't be friendly for long if they knew that I was uh, monetizing my uh, access to them instead of just having casual internal conversations. You know, that's, mm -hmm. uh, 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 gossip is a dirty business. Uh, Matthew Anderson says, you guys are awesome. Thanks for being great teachers and being funny. You guys helped me get back into comics. Love you guys. Well, thanks, Matthew. Thank I'm you glad. so much. I, I'll take all those distinctions, uh, teachers and humor and uh, getting people back into comics. Thank you very much. Uh, and finally, uh, Navdeep Singh Sani says, uh, watching Sal, Ben, Ethan, and Tiffany in back issues is a part of my life now. I smile when you guys smile. <laughs> you are like my family. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. I uh, that. I do appreciate that. That's very kind. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. That's really sweet. Thank you. Uh, so let's talk about some comic books. Uh, I read Nightwing 110. Uh, I had uh, opinions about this cover. This like you meme had big opinions. covers. Um, this is, of course, written by Tom Taylor with art by Sammy Basri. This is a, a tie-in to Beast World. Oh, 
that doesn't say that. No, it's not. Thank goodness. Well, we got to make room for this hilarious meme cover. And uh, while I can tell you that everything on this cover kind of happens, except for the like tipping of Bloodhaven. Is he a cat? He is a cat. Damien has turned into a cat because of Beast World. And he looks like this. That's his that's his cat form. Um, I, I th- this. This issue is Nightwing wants to find Damien. His fursona. I would say it might be. Oh my gosh, they should have just called it that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. everyone's personas. Yeah, but uh, no, well, not everybody wars. is furry. You know, some oh. people are lizards and stuff. Okay, they're scaling. But uh, but uh, yeah. So John is looking for Damien. He enlists Nightwing, or maybe Nightwing. Yeah, Nightwing calls John to get Damien, and so Nightwing and Superman, young Superman, like team up to go look for Damien. They do. Laughs are had. Uh, faces are punched, and. Uh, beast versions personas are cured um it's a fine issue but uh this cover sucks so like, I'll, I'll be the first to say it i'm sorry i just this is not this is really making you it's just it's just it's an ugly cover and it's not like it's it, it's just it's it's a try hard cover that's what it says to me <laughs> oh that's great but uh i had to <laughs> Uh, Gavin Gidry, uh, I had to design a crocodile and a tree frog for the event. That's awesome. <laughs> See? All right. Tree frogs and crocodiles. I yeah. think I saw your crocodile. Uh, but yeah, so, man. Okay. I have not been keeping up with this event. Oh, me either. Do they, are they themselves? Like, are they of their own minds? Or are they like, are they like, hi, I'm Damien. You have to take me like totally serious, even though I'm a cat man. It's that. Like, I'm pretty sure it's that. At least that's what happens in this. Oh, okay. Damien seems to be like does wild not, and used does... in some kind of an underground fighting ring. But okay. uh, then they, but then they, they talk to him, and it turns out he was playing possum or or, or whatever cat equivalent there is. Does for that. he? Does he have any cat tendencies? I mean, he looks like a cat, and he like you know he growls when he's unhappy. You know, it's does he purr when he is happy? I mean, we never really... know. It didn't really come up unless he was reading his manga. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That didn't really come up he either. Be sitting there. Just... Yeah. It's actually sad because, like, I don't think there is a Batman and Robin Joshua Williamson tie-in to this. Because if there was, then we get it because the manga's plot is over yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, you know, it's <laughs> it, it, it was a fun uh, deviation. You know, it was a distraction from. Right. From regular life. Like if if supervillain was fighting him, could they just put a box out and he'd be compelled to sit in it? Right. I don't know. We're picking up by the scruff of his neck. But again, these are all questions that were not answered in this issue, which I feel like is a is, is a miss. Just saying. Uh, but it's a fine I issue. I have it's, so many questions. Yeah, it, it does continue uh the story and continues the, the the tradition of like low stakes joy. You know, like this is a fun book where your heroes are heroes and the drama is in the conflict and it's not, you know, the conflict comes from the antagonists mm. and it's not like, uh, you know, we're not trying, we're not shooting Dick in the head. Right. And turning him into somebody else and meeting some girl and then having us worry about whether they're going to get back together when he gets his like, ah, bah, bah. yeah, it's okay. just, it's nice. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I wouldn't have paid full price for it. Okay. That's fair. You know, I, I might wait. Especially because it's Italian, you know, it's not yeah, really, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, but whatever. Um, I also read Batman Superman World's Finest number 23. You can get ready. <laughs> um, 
Mark Wade, Dan Mora. This is one of the most gorgeous books in the shelves. Also, it's uh, the most fun. It's a quintessentially DC comic book. You should be reading the series if you haven't already. Uh, Only 23 issues. Go back and pick them all up, please, for the love of God. Um, Batman and Superman are trapped in the Kingdom Come universe or some Kingdom Come adjacent universe because, you know, it can't be Kingdom Come. I love the idea of being a Kingdom Come adjacent universe. Well, because like characters are dead or something, and it's like those characters appeared in Kingdom Come, they're not dead. But uh, right, right, you right. know, uh, but you know, obviously, Boy Thunder has become or will become Magog. Gog is a problem. Gog is looking to get the Antilife equation. It's mm-hmm. a, it's really fun. It's just a it's a very like uh, fast paced, high stakes. Um, team up book where we see not only batman and superman but also batman and superman and the right, scene, right, right, those right. four characters all team up and fight uh evil i'm like yeah i'm evil. on board it, it, it's great and it looks a lot and it looks better you know it's just a fun story and uh continues this series that like has really never stopped like it's you know there's arcs sure and i think the first two arcs felt like ah oh, that's a volume right, right right but uh like that that's a that's a complete thing this has just been one after another it's, like this is the dc universe right. just re but in the past so you know they, they see booster gold and batman's like i don't know who that is right and i'm like oh that's fun that's two issues ago at least but uh yeah it's worth reading uh, especially if you like remember or enjoyed any of kingdom come or maybe if you thought that uh any kingdom come sequel sucked so uh, it still looks great oh of course I mean, it's dan Moore. it's freaking awesome looking uh you know it's classic images uh new classic moments for your favorite characters it's totally uh, awesome excellent yeah great great uh i guess staying on the uh dc side of it for a second i read uh justice league versus godzilla ah, yes. versus kong Ooh. by brian bucoletto with art by Kristen Kristen juche okay Dutz? I don't know how to say your last name. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this is the series that um, pits the Justice League against Godzilla and other uh, monsters, yes. uh, bringing in the like movie verse for Godzilla and Kong into the world of of this Justice League because yeah. it's you it's know, a made up Justice League for yeah, this universe. It's, it's whatever you, they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is this issue. I got to tell you, like I wasn't feeling some of the writing in this as much, but mm-hmm. then there was like a moment at the end that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, but we didn't get a chance to talk about issue three where, no. uh, where like I had kind of, I was like, Oh yeah, what happened in that again? Oh yeah. Um, where Superman's like blasted by fire yes. by, by Godzilla's. Yeah. He's dead. Okay. He's dead. Yeah. He died. All right. Uh, well, presumably he died. He has no pulse. Like Kara is off helping Ollie mm-hmm. or, uh, no, she's half, half helping flash. Okay. And she's like, she just stopped. She's like, Cal. And they, oh, like his heartbeat stopped? Yeah, she she's like, I it. can't hear his heart anymore. That's cool, okay. And so she goes, and, and they're like, yeah. Now, Batman, admittedly, is written very differently in this, and part of me was, like, initially, like, that's not right. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, and what is wrong with Batman being, like, upset and concerned about his friend? Hmm. Like, he's literally, he's like, Clark's not dead. Okay. He's like, no, he's not. He's not dead. <laughs> like, he's really upset about it. And, mm-hmm. I, and, like, I was like, no, that's wrong. And then, like, later on, I was like, why no yeah that's just nice that's his that's his buddy yeah he's like (laughs) they're like we have to tell lois and he's like no one tells her anything until i see clark Ah, i like that because he's like i don't want to upset her and i was like i i kind of i think i like this this. well-adjusted batman yeah now that like i like i'm like going back on it but in the moment i was like that's not that's not correct Uh i'm like no this is this is okay yeah um lois does go and see him like they try all sorts of things nothing's working batman just doesn't believe it he's like no Mm -hmm. no um, what I liked about later on was now that Lois was there to see the body, 
um they like she can't help herself she puts herself to work essentially she's on the watchtower yeah and so she like starts piecing things together so she's like helping to solve what's going on cool. and i'm like that's neat i kind of I, I appreciate that like lois would want a distraction yes of course 100 percent. so i was like that's that's good this, yeah this is good um so you know i'm still on board with this you know initially they're making it out to be that like godzilla is seemingly the antagonist but then like obviously much like in the other movies it's just that he is a force of nature yes and that he is he's just, not good or he evil is there to balance the forces of nature but seemingly something's also like pulling them places and driving them other air and oh. like other places so, like inevitably we end up in um uh, under the sea uh, okay. with aquaman that's what the cover promises yeah and there's like the like the biggest one they've seen so far and like they're they're in a lot of trouble uh <laughs> we're in a lot of trouble we're in a lot of trouble and then godzilla comes out of nowhere and just starts fighting it uh. and they're like uh and that's when like mera's like we gotta do it we gotta we gotta come on here now no not it i mean i'm down but wow so uh yeah yeah, yeah. aquaman's like all right let's let's here let's we go it. and like the, like other people are like that's not a good idea and she's like your king has made his decision and i'm like really you okay i mean like what was it his really choice? you made that decision lady Macbeth. but okay yeah and he's just uh, enacting it um and uh you know they they released the kraken <laughs> sweet does anybody say it uh you mean uh just green, green lantern. lantern go wait seriously he released the kraken yay yeah no it is it is it is acknowledged it is acknowledged that Good. the kraken was released uh this is a fun, silly book that I, I look forward to covering on the couch one day when it's finished. Oh, yeah. Like, no, that's, I, that's right. I truly, truly cannot wait to talk about this one. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, like I've said it before, like I am always Team Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, Kong has a, okay, there is a really stupidly like good moment in this that like I just I just appreciated it, right? Ali obviously ended up on Skull Island, yes. right? And like he has run into Kong and he's like, uh oh i better uh i what am i gonna what do, do i do Kong's like fighting something and then he like notices ollie when he's all done and ollie's like um hi mm -hmm. boxing glove arrow ah. um no uh but that's when supergirl shows up and kong is like oh because she's blonde oh no <laughs> so he's like he just he stopped dead in his tracks right, okay and then she like punches him mm. <laughs> so i was like oh that's I, awesome i love that yeah, i love that that's smart so much so yeah Good nice. stuff. All right. Really still enjoying this book. I'm glad. Yeah, good. Uh, really quickly, I'm not going to go too, too into it uh, because, again, it's just it's far too mature for this channel. Uh, but The Deviant, issue three came out. I mm -hmm. went back, caught up on issue two. Uh, this is James uh, Tynan Fourth with art by uh, Josh Hickson. Yes. Uh, it, it, you know, this is like a scary Christmas cold weather uh, serial killer kind of book. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't know if there's anything more. I don't, I don't think it's supernatural, presumably. Uh, it's it just it's just interesting. It's yeah. just well written. It's interesting. It's dark. Sure. It takes place over different time periods. Like we flash back to when like these things originally happened. We flash forward to like, why is this person want to like write about this now? Mm. The art's great. It really is fits. It just fits the tone of this book yeah. in, in like, a, like a fantastic way. I love the layouts of the pages as well. Like it, it doesn't like go out of its way to break anything you know like i i love when an artist will you know shatter the bounds of you know boxes and and, and frames and panels on a page yeah. but i also like when an artist tells a story simply and just uses the format just uses the format but in a way that i i don't know there's just something kind of like 
beautiful about it, but even though a, yeah. even though it's like horror, uh-huh. <laughs> there's something gorgeous about it. And I just can't get over their their title pages. They're, they they oh. just embrace the darkness yeah. so much for it. It just really sets the tone. It, this is a good tone book all around. So nice. Wanted to give a shout out to that. Love it. Uh, a couple of other things that I'm not going to go into details about uh, that, that I poked through. I can't say I read all of it. Okay. But poked through them. Cable number one this week came out. Yes. Uh, Fabian Nicieza on writing for that uh, mm-hmm. with art by Cam Smith, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. No, no, Eaton. Sorry. No, it says it right there. No, no, no. It's, it's Scott oh, the Eaton. The inker, I'm sorry. Yeah, Scott Eaton uh, is the artist on that. Uh, I just wanted to see what they were doing with Cable. It has a fall of the House of X on it. Like, where? What are we doing with this? Yeah, it's old Cable teaming up with young Cable. He goes to go save him. Yeah. Um, and they're like, literally in this book, Nicias. Now, again, I don't know where this is gonna go. I really don't know. Yeah. If this is going to end up tying more into Fall of House of X, or they just put, the- or if it's just put the label on. But like Nicias, goes out of his way in this book to be like, yeah, they've got a problem, but the, actually the biggest problem is really this thing that I'm putting in this book. And I was <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, um, and thank God I was there to deal with it because the, even though they're dealing with the biggest problem, they don't even know how bad it could have been if I hadn't been involved in my own solo series. So, uh-huh. yeah. But I mean, here's the thing. If you like storytelling from like, I don't know, late 90s-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, ni- the 90s, just in general. Like when Nisi is, was doing a lot of his writing, 90s, 2000s, like early 2000s, right? Yeah. Am I correct about that? Yeah. Cool. Uh, am I? Wait, what? When was Nisi is doing the bulk of his story? Like the early 90s. The early 90s. Okay. So, yeah. But I would say, like, it has progressed. It's not quite, it's not like he, he took it's a It's not frozen there. in time. No, it has progressed, but it gives you the vibes of that. And if that's what you're looking for, you're probably going to enjoy this issue. Okay. You know what I mean? It, it just. Uh, you know, there's a lot of narration. He literally says, I think at one point, you know, like typically like I have something I, I you know, like I like one pouch could solve this problem. <laughs> I was like, fair. Okay. That's awesome. So it's like, I it's like, like we're writing like it's the early 90s, but with a little more self-awareness. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. take that as you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, it's both cables doing some stuff all right that's cool you know they, watch and learn kid i'm sure that's gonna be in that in that book you know there's point. a lot of um you know repeated things and, and and such but yeah it's it's from old cable's perspective yeah <laughs> for sure uh additionally i also um poked through uh invincible iron man number 14 oh yeah the, the other x-men book. i just was like all right what is going on here how does this tie into it just because it's directly like tony is referenced directly in x-men this past week mm-hmm. uh so i was like let me just do a quick check-in to see what's going on you know in forge hey forge yeah. and tony i'd love to see that For, uh, they don't really interact so much it's really forge and riri who are working all together. right well that's fine um and they're they go to nid 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 oh nidivitally <laughs> yeah Etri's realm or whatever yeah yeah the the forge the great forge yes the great forge um but um that's what they're doing and tony meanwhile is just you know having you know like a like a whatever he's having with emma frost yes is it a it, sham marriage a, a bunch of what they do in this issue is the two of them bang oh, okay so well, good for them you know yay i guess so does it actually happen or is it in their minds i it, presumably it's actually ha- i mean like if it happens in your mind it feels like good what does it matter you know well i know as i'm as just saying well, memory it happened listen if you ask sylvester stallone and demolition man he tell you there's a huge difference <laughs> well i'm not asking him. well i guess that's fair um but yeah, but Tony's been working on a solution for the mutant problem. <laughs> no, for the um, the 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 fact that Orcus has like 
hostages that don't know that they're hostages. It's everybody who's taken the the medicine. Mm. They have like something they can essentially they could like kill all those people. Oh, like, okay. And the mutants know that, so they can't speak up about it. Yeah. So they've been working on a way to like mass like get out there. Like a cure, a or cure something. for yeah. that essentially. So that falls into that. So I, I did a quick check on that. Cool. That's all I wanted to say about that. And you should use extremists or some kind of. Uh... They they explain explains it what they think they're going to be doing with this. Right. How, how, well, the, really, it's the issue is the distribution. Mm. The, like Tony has a solution. They have a solution. They just need to figure out how to get it out there. And, gotcha. and we talk about that in, in the other book. But I just want to say I did check in. Admittedly, the like when I read this, I was like, ooh. I think I might want to go back and actually read a little bit more mm-hmm. because I really like the Emma Tony stuff. Yeah. I'm like, this is good. I, I like this, I think. So I might go back and, and check yeah, out a little nice. more of that. But I just wanted to like be like, hey, I, I checked those out. Sure, yeah. Well, I read uh, James Bond 007 number one from Garth Ennis you and did? Rafa Labosco. I didn't even know that was coming out. I know. It, 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 it's, uh, it jumped right onto the thing. I was like, I was... Like Garth Ennis is doing a James Bond book. Well, I guess I got to read that. And when mm. I found out about it months ago, and then uh, I, I looked it up, and it was like, oh, it's out already. And I'm like, oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's very interesting because it's like old school meets new school. Like mm. it, at, at times, you feel the kind of like Daniel Craig influence, but also within the framework of like real Bond, as opposed to like born bond right i feel like there is an implication it's very different you know like money penny and m are black not like it matters but i'm just saying oh. like it's a way of showing like yeah. this isn't this is a different universe right right right, this right is not right. okay you know this isn't ray fines this isn't anybody it's mm-hmm. just it's, it's not judy dench it's something else mm-hmm. uh, or that everyone you could imply because they talk about how um they're dealing with this problem it was like a like a like a flat the 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 reds or ra- yeah the the russians have uh ob- obtained this kind of like flash freezing solution it's like a bomb but instead of it exploding it just freezes the people in the vicinity okay and then you can inter you can I- I- introduce like a chemical agent that will melt it but the people inside are dead uh so it's like you know you it's like dropping an emp but like it's 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 frozen you know so it's cold that's the theme. It's the Cold War. It's the Cold War. Ha ha ha. Get it? And, There's uh, a reason we call it the Cold War. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, and uh, and then the the reveal is that like the English actually made it, and that they lost it, and that they they're like we we feel stupid and inept, and we got to go get it back. And I'm like, yeah, an Irishman writing this? Wow, who would have thought? But uh, the uh, uh, they talk about how the when the last time they dealt with this, his predecessor dealt with it. Mm mm mm. And so Bond goes to meet with like a retired double O agent and the, the art doesn't suggest it's anyone, but you could imagine that like there have been many money pennies. There have been many M's. Uh-huh. There have been many James Bonds. Okay. And that this James Bond is dealing with another potential James Bond. Okay. Like it's the fan theory everyone's had forever since you saw the rock and you were like, so that's, that's the Sean Connery James Bond. Because that's exactly just, what the Rock you is. Just got rid of him. Yeah, you, the, the, he he went off. Uh, you know, he went off book, and the U.S. government like put him away, and MI6 disavowed any knowledge of him. That's the Rock. The Rock movie from Michael Bay. It is absolutely that's you. No, Mason is a pseudonym. His real name is Bond. <laughs> anyway, or Mason's his real name, and they they disavowed his Bond name. Right, right, right. But uh, anyway, 
Um, it's fun to see like uh, Bond doing his thing. There is a queue as well. Yeah. And he actually gets there's gadgets and stuff. And it's like, oh, they're not afraid or embarrassed by that. That's <laughs> how refreshing. Um, the uh, yeah, it's fun. You know, it's a it, it doesn't uh, doesn't talk down to you. It's not overly complicated. You know, I, as a kid, I was always turned off by Bond because sure. so many adults in my life watched it and <laughs> and and raved about it. Sure, and yeah, when yeah. I would jump in to catch it, you know, there'd be this like titillating and incredible opening sequence with like titles and insanity, you know, but it would also be usually typically pretty alienating because it's like so cemented in like the 60s or 70s. Um, and then there'd be like a long, boring conversation about like, you know, naming countries that I'm never going to go to. And I'm like, ah, and it only took, you know, 20 years or so for me to finally watch a James Bond movie and go, these aren't terribly complicated at all. Oh. These are like the least complicated things I've ever seen in my life. But to a child. Right. To a child. It's like, this is, this, this is impenetrable. Is, this is heavy stuff. And it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. I had James Bond Jr. James's nephew. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of people name their nephews after them and have the junior afterwards. Sure thing, Jim. But uh, anyway. Um, yeah. But, uh, but you know, th this carries that tradition. I've seen, you know, like Brubaker's doing a lot of like crime stuff and it's mm -hmm. like, that's, that's some smart shit. Mm. Eh, that's too smart for my, for my blood. Right. This is Ennis. I'm <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, he's also super violent to Italians and makes fun of them and otherizes them. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> what am I going to do? I ain't from Italy, but uh, you know, it's, it's weird. It, you know, they're, they're, it's like at this point, Ennis always adds one thing for people to get really upset about. <laughs> like, and here it is. And here it is, you know, and like, and, and uh, at some point I was reading it and I was like, are we sure Garth wrote this? And then there's a huge sequence of horrible gore. And I'm like, Oh yeah, there it is. All right. But uh, but otherwise, I mean, like, honestly, I'm like, all right, I don't know how long it's going to run, but it's like somebody finally listened to me, you know, like long ago. I would be like, yeah, oh, man, you know what Valiant should do? They should put Garth Ennis on Bloodshot. People would read that. Right. And you could really lean into that concept and really like just go completely off. Uh, but putting Ennis on James Bond, it's like, yeah, all right. That's smart. And like, there's a, there's a noble tradition of a lot of uh, Irish infusion into the James Bond franchise. Exactly. I cite Pierce Brosnan. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, I was trying to make it work with the turtle somehow. Cause we just talked about that. And I'm like, Garth Ennis on a shredder issue. Absolutely not. Nope. I don't want him anywhere near the turtles. No, I know. I realized <laughs> it. I was like, this is a bad pitch, but I was like, I can't even fake it. I can't make that work at all. Yeah. Like at, at all. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, there's there's a comment about how Garth is a bad writer, and I'm like, and you haven't read enough of him because think, it's not it it, it is well, subjective. It's completely subjective. Hang on, whoa, 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 Sit me down. Um, I would say that I, I think it depends on where. If you've only read like, let's say your introduction to him was Batman Reptile. Oh yeah, you, you are a hundred percent correct well, in that. And the reality is, no one has except for like you. So uh, no one would be able to have that frame of reference. Um, but he has written some other things that, you know, are quite strong. You know, like if you um, if you like John Constantine, he's got a great run there. He's got a really great run. But it's like you have to be looking to read about a character who kind of loathes himself. Yeah. Also, like would do anything to say like he's not a hero. Right. Like that's what it is. If you're looking for like a heroic story mm -hmm. and this ain't your guy. No. And so, like, I could see why people would think that he's not a good writer. And you have absolutely every right to your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, you're, you're, you are entitled to your opinion, but I would say, you know, <laughs> be, make sure to read more, you know, before you make the, we don't know though. You don't know how much they've read. That's true. But I feel like, like I, I feel like I could probably extrapolate, oh my God. but, you're uh, such a jerk sometimes. <laughs> I read Cobra commander number one uh-huh. from Joshua Williamson and Andrea Milana. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cobra Commander was uh, a book that I-, I heard a lot of people I'm raving sorry. about. It's just, it's just, it's the spaghetti it's just the, snakes. It's the snakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the art's fantastic. The book looks really great. You know, it's uh, it, it's it has a very fun kind of. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to mischaracterize it. It has a almost an indie quality to it. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, this is, you know, I don't. I, I, I always thought I didn't really know anything about G.I. Joe and uh, Cobra Commander proved that 100% because, you know, Cobra's in seemingly like another dimension or another planet. And, and I'm like, I don't even know what the hell I'm looking at. Like, I, I don't know what's happening. Okay. Is he uh, in the Cobra dimension? He's in Cobra Law. Which is canon. That's from. Apparently I know more about G.I. Joe than you. Do, right, exactly. Which I know nothing about G.I. Yeah. Joe. Um, but th- it's funny because I've read uh, Duke and I've read Transformers and Transformers. I was like, is this even connected? And then someone's like, yeah, didn't you see Duke like fly uh, a plane and be in the book technically? And I'm like, no, I did not notice that. Um, Cobra Commander is directly connected to the Energon universe and the expanding universe. And, this, and while I was like, I don't know what the hell is happening with respect to like cobra commander and what he went through and his scarring and you know his mission and his loyalty to the cause and his you know infiltration of 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 our realm or Uh world but uh damn it if i don't want to read more because like it's connected like its connection in the last two page reveal of its connection to the energon universe i'm like all right. I mean, and it, it, it's it's doing it. Like, yeah, yeah. Whereas it seemed superficial at first, this feels like it's really starting to connect things uh, and, and pull off what Skybound is going for. Okay. You know, Skybound is like, we are building a universe. We're setting up this whole interconnected thing, you know, and it's all going to be part of one ongoing thing. Like, I, I feel like it'll be, it'll feel good when they do an inevitable like event or, or, or multi-part epic uh, to be here at the ground floor when it eventually coalesces. Right. Because it is like it, it it is automatically coalescing. And I'm like, that's cool and interesting. Okay. You know, like it, and, and it directly connects with uh, what's happening at Transformers. And I was like, oh, really? yeah, over okay. there. Yeah. Um, but also it's fun to watch Cobra Commander be like the point of reference character. Like he's he's our ride along for this whole uh, first issue. That's, Obviously, that's it's weird. a book about Cobra Commander. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he gets his uh, title in this. Oh, he's like, I'm gonna need a new title. Let's see the Cobra Lieutenant. I don't know what he was. I originally. don't know what comes bo- uh, below a commander. All uh, right, I, I think command is more of like an honorary title. But, Cobra uh, Captain. Yeah, but yeah, so it's uh, it, it's fun and bizarre and just continues to uh, you know, baffle me. Mm, okay, no, that's fair. <laughs> I, I, was I, like, I, I gotta read this. The the cover is striking uh, because of their use of complementary colors. Yeah, uh, this is this is nice. Mm-hmm. It's good. I agree. That that, that red title just pops right off. It sure head. does. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about X Men really quickly? I think that's a fantastic idea. X Men number thirty came out, uh, written by uh, Jerry Duggan with art by Phil Noto. Yay! What a I, great combo! And the High Evolutionary debut. Yeah, Ooh. and the High Evolutionary debut. This uh, this issue um, reminds us that Scott is going for his trial. Yeah. Uh, he uh, is dreaming of Gene. Where he dreams of Genie, you say. No, I said he dreams of Gene. I know what you said. 
um, where he's like, you know, he's concerned. He's worried. Mm -hmm. And he's like, is this happening? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In your brain. No, like she says it's going to be okay. And then, then, then essentially she's like, yeah. He says like, are you real? And she's like, of course I am. Mm -hmm. And then he, like, he notices the fire and she's like, but I am the fire. Oh no. And I'm like, uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> um, but like Scott's in his like like one of his OG costumes. Yeah, they put him in that like when they arrested him, they they like shoved him into a classic X-Men costume. Yeah, there's a reason for it. Why? Well, he says that um he's like, I assume my first uniform because your masters have decided it's the most recognizable one for their propaganda purposes. Right. Like I want you to know it's Cyclops yep. in there. Yeah. Yeah. So he's talking with um, a psychiatrist or psychologist or a therapist, a doctor of Who some sort. Who works for Orcus, I assume? Well, no, they just, they're technically working for them in as much as uh, they were told to go in here, give him an evaluation to say that he's fit to stand trial. Ah. Upon hearing everything he has to say, she's like, this man's not fit to stand trial. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but here's the thing. All right, blam. The secret <sighs> mutant in your family is going to have a really hard time if mm -hmm. you don't say he's fit for trial. Why do we even bother? Like, you, Orca says aim. I'm sure one of them has a psychiatry degree. I think it's to remind us, like, that, you know, as much as Nimrod and uh, the Omega Sentinel are an issue and, like, whatever is going on in the rise of the power of 10 is, mm -hmm. a, a, like, a possible problem for the future. Yeah. The fact is, at the end of the day, Orcus does not have humanity's best interest at heart. They right. have their best interest at heart. And yeah. I think this is just another way for us to, like, hammer that home. Fair. And it's like, don't forget... These, I mean, we know they're the bad guys, but they're the bad guys for for not just mutants. Right. They're like, we'll also take advantage of humans, you know, just because you just love someone we who we say is wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. Cool. Um, We get this fun tarot card. Tarot cards have played a, hey. like a role throughout Perkoa's run. So I appreciate that. It's the lovers. Um, and this issue, the rest of it, when we talk about the X-Men, deals with um, Sync and Talon. Mm -hmm. We get a little like, hey... Don't Remember how that all how came about? How this all started out. Um, we see like the, uh, the the band here. So we got like, you know, uh, Tony's there and, and, and Kamala and Sink and Talon. And they're also being helped out by Spider-Man and Gold Goblin. Oh, okay. Is Gold Goblin still up and running? I, Is he operational? Sure. Uh, uh, like whatever. Honestly, I don't think so. Right? <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. Essentially, they came up with like a, like the way to get rid of or to suppress the like negative issues with what Orcus put into the medicine that Krakoa created. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to figure out how they're going to get it out there. Right. Uh, I like, there's like two moments with Spider-Man here. Essentially gold goblins. Like I don't like the idea of us skipping human trials before we put it out there, but like, I get it. We need to go. Mm -hmm. And Spider-Man's like, that's a first from Norman Osborn. <laughs> yeah. And then this panel occurred. And I, all I could think of was Sal was because Spider-Man's sitting there and he's like, listen, listen, maybe we can help. Like, like maybe we can get help from one of our enemies. Maybe they've already designed a like system, a delivery system for us. He's like, I asked this because, well, don't ask me how I know it, but I know that Sauron wants to turn everyone into dinosaurs. Maybe that tech already exists. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't want to cure cancer. He wants to turn people into dinosaurs. But he's like, but if that's all he wants, maybe he's already found a delivery system for something like this. That's right? true. He's like, Start thinking like that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's looking at him, and he's like, okay, I know that was dumb. They're like, no, man, that's brilliant because yeah. they remember that the high evolutionary had come to them and gave them a thing that would kill all of humanity yes like, you know but not, instead of killing them they'll just cure like, them of that um uh, make them i can't remember if it was or turn them into you know bear people or yeah, whatever or, the hell yeah. he wants to do but like they're like 
that's what we need. We'll make a world of bovas. They're like, we just need that. And then we can alter that device and it'll give us what we need. Yeah. Um, Tony runs into, uh, I always want to call her Starfire. Firestar. Firestar. I always want to call her Starfire. And every time I'm like, it ain't her. That ain't her. Um, because they know that she is working yeah, with she's, them. She's a sleeper agent. Not really. She's a, she's a traitor. Yeah, they don't. And they still spy. think she's a traitor because of Jean. Well, some of them do and some of them don't. Like Cyclops knows she isn't. Tony knows that the X-Men know that like she's feeding them information mm-hmm. and she gives Orcas back like the information that they say that it's a okay dummy info. Yeah. yeah. But at this point, Tony's like, it's time for you to get out. Right. Like, okay. This is not going to last pulling you out of this. Yeah. yeah like, Especially know, if we win, like yeah. we're going to want to destroy Orcus and we don't want you being like for yeah, Orcus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give them one more thing. And then we'll get like, out. we'll caught, we'll like stage an accident and get you out of there mm-hmm. essentially. So that's since they're talking about it, that means it's not going to happen. Bingo. Right. So that's, that's the plan. Uh, we see Talon and Sync fighting uh, their way to the high evolutionary. Um, they managed to turn a whole bunch of, um, the animals there against him because it's very easy to do that. He's the high evolutionary. He's well, they're dumb. Not a nice guy. Yeah. No, it really didn't take much. Uh, they make sure to mention uh, that the Tesla elephant and his friends agree to help. So <sighs> because he has electricity, uh, ah. ivory tusks, tusks. Yeah. That was the word. Ah, so anyway, they walk in, they get their thing, they go to leave and there's the high evolutionary and his daughter. Oh. And they're like, well, you said we could have this. So we thought we would just come and take it now. <laughs> Right. Like, he's like, never. He's like, you said, you said, right. You said they're like, okay, well, here's the thing. Uh, I, I heard you guys are lost control of your country of everything. Yeah. So yeah. You know, now you want this. Yeah. Like I, I, I was gonna, you know, not do this like essentially because they're like you took one drop of talons of uh sinks blood yes that was the trade-off right, right. you we, like, we paid you. Like, we paid this he's like no that was the payment for me not to like destroy for, you no to let humanity live so that All was right. that payment so now you owe me something else oh okay his daughter's like i'll fight you oh, and if i and i if, if you know like i lose if i lose leave. then you can do it and yeah it- so sink just you know borrows some powers from karma mm-hmm. and like makes her afraid of things she sees her father working on her essentially it's very mm-hmm. thanos and um no or, or, no not gamora oh uh, um, nebula yeah. nebula yeah it's very that but um then like i was like i didn't agree to that she agreed <laughs> to that what that's dumb so they you know they're like all right then we'll fight you <laughs> all right so talon uh jumps in sync borrows talon's powers and, and they go for it right uh, we see that Firestar like gives them the information they want. Like, oh, Tony Stark in the Tony Stark book uh, has all these like ships, so he's going to be landing in Australia, and like the idea is for them to get as many of the Sentinels away. And yeah, they're going to put them all there, and like that's what like um, Orcus is like. They're like, okay, we'll send everyone, and we'll show them that they're trash, right? Okay. So, like they are walking right into it, which makes me think that they definitely know what's happening. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm like, I, right? It seems pretty. Who's pretty, who's, who's playing who? Who's out maneuvering who here in this chess game? I I don't know. Yeah. Um. There's clearly a desire for uh, like Firestar to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm, I don't know about this. Uh. Back at uh, mutant headquarters, Sink shows up and he's like, I got the thing. Here you go. And like Tony's like, how you doing? And he's just like, it was a day. <laughs> he goes out and he's having a conversation with Talon, whatever. And then um, Kamala comes out. She's like, who are you talking to? Mm. And we see he's not talking to, to anybody? anyone. Why? 
with did Talon not make it? She didn't make it. Oh. Right, and there's no protocols. No, anymore. yeah, so she's dead again. So she's dead. Basically, the high evolutionary won. He kicked their asses, and then he forced her, like, he forced her to, like, stab herself, and mm-hmm. then, like, he just annihilated her. Okay. And so Sink quickly utilizes Xavier's power and, like, saves a copy of her consciousness in his mind, so she's in there with him. Oh, my God. Okay. And he's like, I, he's like I'm just going to hang on to you as long as I can. Right. Because, like, he doesn't want to lose her again. He no, just yeah. her back. And she had no say in it, I guess. No, so she's, she's like, like, I don't like, understand what's going on. Like, right. why does it? Why do I feel like I don't have, have a, a body. body? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So I was like, okay. oh boy. I'm doing this. All right. But it's again, this is another way in which they're like, well, we got rid of the protocols and everything. The additional yeah. Laura. Right. Because right, Laura still exists. Yeah. 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 And now we got rid of this one. So, so right she'll now. die. I don't know. We'll and- see. Yeah. This this one that was good. I that That's, got me. That, it's a it's a great reveal. That, that reveal of like Kamala being like, "Who are you talking to?" And there's no one there. I was like, "Wait, what?" what? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So yeah, yeah, love it. So good. Yep, yep, yep. yep. That's that's why I don't read X Men. So Superman what? number ten is uh, of course written by Josh Williamson with art uh, this time by uh, doesn't say. I don't remember. You don't remember? No. Sorry. Oh, here we go. Uh, Bruno Redondo did the art for this one. Um, I feel like there's no way you'd forget that. I know it's true. And yet. Uh, so Superman, uh, this is a big fun uh, story where Superman is in the old West uh, and uh, teams up with Marilyn Moon Knight to try and get back. Uh, they team up with, or they fight an old adversary who uh, has a convenient time machine nearby. They use it to get back. You know, it's just the story is Superman in the old West. Watch this. Isn't it fun? And it is. Why would he even need chaps? because his powers had waned because of the okay. previous fight he had and so but you know he's been in the old west for like a couple of days or weeks so okay, okay. he's just been absorbing you know solar radiation sure and, i do love the cape as like a sort like of a duster thing like duster poncho i know yeah it's poncho it's great it's no fun. it's smart and uh the portrayal of cowboy superman is really fun and cool i'm sure it'll go into lois a sex closet for outfits that she wants to <laughs> oh, yeah, make thanks, him wear ben. uh no, no 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 thanks canon the uh the outfit he wears uh, at war world um which is like a very you know john carter uh frank frazetta kind of inspired bondage outfit uh-huh. yeah they establish in like one of the books that like lois makes him put that on every once in a while so, you know, I'm assuming that's just the thing they do. Okay. But uh, yeah, uh, Good for her. we get a we get a little uh, <laughs> origin for Marilyn Moon Knight. And you're like, okay, that's fun. And it's like, that's fun. It's just a fun little story. Uh, and then it, it wraps up with like, oh, no, the Lex Luthor, we hate you squad is going to attack Superman. And we're going to and they were like, and let's explain to you what's happening. I'm like, oh, the next issue is going to be a flashback issue, isn't it? So we'll see how that goes. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, it's fun. This cover is phenomenal. And the story is like a really fun, like nice drop in. Here's a Superman in the old West kind of story. Like, Oh, that's fun. And it doesn't, you know, we're not, he's not like, Oh no, how will I get back? Right. And it's six weeks of oh. books of him being like, I miss Lois. Like, it's just uh he actually keeps like a little note where he's like, dear Lois, you know, mm-hmm. I miss you. And I'm trapped in the old West. And then it, and the note goes all the way through the story as he's like, clearly solving the problem and then he's like and uh i'm gonna hand this note to you when i see you next and, and he's like here you it's go. a ken burnsian yeah, style exactly <laughs> as i sit here <laughs> <laughs> yeah thinking to myself you'll want me to put this outfit on again exactly <laughs> my heart is racked by pains of your absence <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's fun 
It's a fun story. Okay. But in this little like quick break from the uh, from the usual. Excellent. You want to talk about Wonder Woman? Yeah, Wonder Woman. Did you read Wonder Woman? Yes. Did I, you read the previous Wonder Woman? Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember. I remember seeing you reading it and going. <laughs> no, you didn't. Didn't I? I, I thought I did. No. All right. Uh, Tom King, Daniel Samper doing the work of his career. Uh, this is great. Yeah. Uh, continues to be phenomenal. Yes. Uh, this one, this in particular, this issue is Wonder Woman uh, faces the trials of the Wonder Girls. He, she fights, she challenges all the Wonder but, Girls to not be in Wonder Woman. She's like, you know, because Wonder Woman's doing like a one woman army she fight want against anyone else to get hurt. Yep. That's it. She doesn't want to worry about that. Yeah. So, so like, she challenges all the, so all the Wonder Yara Girls. Yara and Cassie and Donna. Yep. And she challenges them. If I beat you, you won't be in the Wonder Woman book. And they're like, okay. okay. And they each pick of skill set. Uh, yeah. Each of them is vanquished by Wonder Woman. And uh, yeah, and, and and but we see that. And that's the whole, and the whole issue is that, is the yes. trials of those. And it's funny because like, I remember with the first issue, people going like, whoa, where's Cassie? Where's Donna? Where's Yara? And it's like, issue five. Here they are. Here you go. They all are. They're, here they all are. Here, here's everybody. And uh, and they all do their specialization, which yes. is fun, or at least what they pick is their specialization. Kind of. No, like, Yard, yes, she picks ar uh, yeah. arrows. Arrows. Um, Cassie, Cassie picks, picks arms. arms. So they have like an arm wrestling, wrestling. fight. Yeah, and then uh, Donna does like she wants something different. She's trying to outthink her. Yes. Um. So it's like more like wits in mm -hmm. a way, and yeah. she does. Seemingly, she does until she doesn't. Yes, until she. Doesn't. I love that. Yeah. So good. Uh, good stuff. And a little like dig at the uh at the at the other two. Uh, not a dig, but more like a commentary, like. Tom King gets to say something about Batman and Superman in this Wonder Woman book, yeah. but without them overshadowing her or taking the place of it, you know? Yes. Like, uh, people love, like, Wonder Woman Hecatea, and the one thing they take away from it is that Batman's on the cover, you know? It's like, it overshadows that 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 whole thing, even if, like, Batman's not really in that book very much. Right, right, right. Um, it's nice that, like, they don't even appear in the book. They're video game avatars. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and we see like why Donna or how Donna like learned to play video games from like the other Titans. In yeah, the tower. I'm like, yeah, 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 that's yeah, nice. It's cute. Um, yeah, but what'd you think? I like it. I, I still like this book. Yeah, I it, do too. It's, it's well written. The, the art is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just, I, I like it quite a bit. And oh, I think, yes. Throughout the book, uh, while that's happening, yes. Sergeant Steel is recruiting. Oh, yeah, his own. His own, own. Uh, anti Wonder Woman squad, which yeah. includes just Wonder Woman villains. Yeah. You know, and, and it's funny because it goes from like, yeah, I remember them to, oh, <laughs> oh i guess tom king remembers uh, okay well and that, i think that actually speaks to just wonder woman's rogues and how like underwhelming it is mm -hmm. um not to say that wonder woman like has a crappy rose gallery i think most superheroes have a pretty rap like you think oh man rose galleries right like spider-man and batman and it's like people even think that superman has a crappy rose gallery. I'm like i can name six superman villains and they all could occupy the slot in a superman movie mm -hmm. you know but wonder woman it's like man cheetah and she's not even in there because she's like not really a villain. No, they 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 act like they're reserving. Yeah, that. they're hanging on to Cheetah. Or or they're not sure she's going to. Mm -hmm. I don't right, know. but like Giganta and yeah. Doctor Psycho. Cersei. Cersei makes sense, you know. One hundred percent. Grail. Grail. That was a good use. I was like, hey, Grail, hooray! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Cersei one was actually my favorite. Of course, because what she so, does. Yeah, it was so understated. I was like, yeah. well, oh, oh, the hoof. Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. Uh, but yeah, uh, what do you think of the for the fourth issue? It was good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't, I, you were like, you're going to cry. And like, and you're like, no. <laughs> I just felt like it was really, it was very touching. And I, I appreciated, I was thinking more about like, like Tom was saying with yeah. it. Like, I like, 
overall mm-hmm. yeah like but it is an excellent issue right excellent issue like that that was so such a great one exactly um for, for sure yeah and then there was the backup which i never i, I glance at them i never read them uh it was, i haven't read one of them it was cute and fun uh john and damien are on paradise island uh trinity is uh, uh challenged them to a uh, kangaroo race uh to determine the name of their trinity mm-hmm. um you know what's it gonna be um Obviously, she wins because she's the main character, and uh, she gets and she changes her mind about what she wanted to call it. She calls something else. All I know is it's not the one I I, I pitched to Tom in the podcast we what did. did you so pitch? I think I said trifecta. No triad. I said triad. You can't do that. Why? Because it's already associated with another group. So not a superhero group, but still. Yeah, screw them. <laughs> but uh, it was cute. It was cute and fun. The art is uh, great in those backups. Uh, yeah, and, uh, that I've seen. Right, and uh, and his characterization of John and Damien and uh, and and Trinity are is, is great. Like mm-hmm. they just he really like nails it. It it's like oh my god, could Tom King do like a really good Super Sons book? Probably. Who'd have thought? You know, I guess the guy with kids. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but it's cute and fun and sweet, and it's like it's a nice little addition, and yes. it is a nice palate cleanser as well because you really get like a more lighthearted, happy, refreshing, you know, take. I also I have a I have a theory about Trinity and this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I, I and I'll throw it out there because sure. it doesn't matter, and okay. and I'm I'm not going to influence what like Eisner award winning author Tom King's going to do. No. Also, he doesn't watch the show, but. uh it's that I it's it's beautiful. Like this little story about this, about the third member of the of the DC, you know, next generation and mm-hmm. watching this new Trinity rise and seeing like what she does and what she brings out from Damien and John and watching Damien and John's interactions and how they change and grow with her uh, interactions with them. And also just the, the mystery of like, who is who 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 is uh, her father? Like, mm-hmm. where does Trinity come from? What is the relationship between Trinity and uh, and Diana? Like, what's that all about? And uh, I think at the end they're going to unmake her. I think we're looking at like an alternate reality or like a possible future. Oh, like I think it's going to be really sad. Maybe she is the Black Mercy on her. It could be. No, I, I saw that was in. Thing. I thought I saw that was in. Yeah, thing. it was in one of the backups. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the whole damn thing could be a black mercy. I don't think so. No, there's a story. The story's being told to her. Yes. Yes, it is. So I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't. But know. It, it will. The, the story could be told. Like, I I can see all futures, or I could see the all, all outcomes, and because of you, because of what you did, all you'll all you will remember is the story of what you had. No, she. I don't think Diana. Diana's not here in the story. Trinity is here in the story. Yeah, I think from, so. From the king. Right, right, right. That's true. King of America or whatever. His yeah, name king is. of America. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's just the, the kind Burger of... King. The Burger King is telling her the story. Yeah, it's the king of America. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, it, always the, kneel to your king. It's a high recommend. I, I do love that. You're buying a whopper. That's damn right. Uh, Charzy says for an ultimate DCU, a pitch I've had, uh, is to set it in the past and make it different. Takes cues from new frontier said in the sixties or eighties, as many juicy stories come from that. Kind of fun. I mean, listen, I really likes a good period piece. Yeah, that's true. Uh, cat world of retreats. I'm just a cat standing in front of a comic pop and asking you to do acts back issues. JK, uh, do it whenever you want to. Uh, I'll be here. Just read it again, and it's safe to say it's my all-time favorite event. Literally, thank you. You're not. You're. You're. That is the correct answer. I saw someone on social media. Am I going to get mad? Either it was Twitter or in, or Reddit. 
And they were like, I don't care what anybody says. I think Axe may be the best Marvel event ever made. Yeah, okay, thank you. Yes. And I was like, yes. how nice that people feel that way. I don't know if that, I, I don't. Wait, was that? Um, no, it wasn't mean. It, was, it wasn't you either. No, it wasn't. There was, um, I feel like one of the artists wrote about it. And they're like, that. my mom says that Axe is one of the best uh, like Marvel events ever made. She's never read anything. <laughs> it was like one of the artists who said it that may be that may be where i saw it from yeah but uh but yeah i i think uh yeah yeah i think you gotta do it you gotta do axe Absolutely. we have it it's over there i love axe i, I know loved axe yeah. i still love axe uh alex sanchez uh, have you heard the rumor going around about an ultimate dc line headlined by scott snyder jason aaron and al ewing how would you feel about all that uh i have uh not heard that at least i've heard i've heard there's a rumor going around about an ultimate universe yes i mean i i mean those are the top names you could pick i i'm i'm surprised you didn't mention donny cates because everybody has rumors about donny cates too let's throw out that one too like it could be yeah, any names i mean the only name I haven't heard uh, being banned about is Joshua Williamson, who also would have to be involved in it too, because he's like, you know, the architect of the damn DC Dawn of the universe. But, uh, but yeah, I, I have not heard uh, much outside of what you've heard, you know, uh, I, Jason Aaron's doing turtles. I don't know if he's got time to work on any of this stuff over at uh, DC. Right. If in, in fact there was right. an event going on or some kind of ultimate universe, Al Ewing doing anything at DC top marks. Good idea. Great. Great job. Uh, Scott, Going back to DC, I think that'd be a great move. I think that would help out a lot uh, in terms of sales, although I think sales are doing fine. Yeah. Uh, Neon Knight Rider, do you remember the time before Twitter when uh, the Amazing Spider-Man letters pages were the space for all the rage in comics? Did you ever get letters <laughs> printed? Share if so. Um, I do, but I also remember when before Twitter, uh, people shared their opinions on the superhero hype forums and other message boards and uh, chat rooms and so forth. You know, before that, there was like AOL keyword room. Like yeah, there, there was all manner of locales for people to share their opinions, uh, strongly worded or not, or otherwise, uh, you know, with each other before the letters pages. Uh, and I occasionally read the letters pages, but not quite often. I've submitted letters, but I've never gotten them printed because for me, I've always wanted to. My letters were always questions. They were always just like a list of questions because I always had to, I always wanted to know what it turns out I wanted was just an interview with the person who wrote the damn book. Right, 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 right. So if you want to see my letters and letters pages, watch any of my interviews with any of the creators that I've had on the show, because those are my letters pages. Uh, Bryce Harriet. Hi, I'm loving X-Men, Wonder Woman, and all the Flash. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Those are three uh, good choices. Yeah. Good taste. Johnny P, just uh, some support for my favorite two peeps on YouTube. Thanks, oh, Johnny. Yes, thank you. Appreciate it. Bear Farmer, half Afghanistan. I'm still laughing at Tiff's reaction. <laughs> if you don't know what he's talking about, you should watch today's episode or yesterday's episode of The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly with Deadpool. Check it out. Hulkzilla, Godzilla has been in Marvel, Dark Horse, IDW, and now DC. I can't wait for his crossover with Image next. Godzilla destroys the Image universe. Would be great. I think Spawn and Godzilla. Honestly, the soon as the, the 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 thing you'll see sooner than ever is Invincible versus Godzilla. Oh yeah, that's like a no brainer. Spawn versus Godzilla will be hilarious. Like Wanda, no. He's like, no, not ma like Mouse Town. <laughs> Red City. <laughs> William Cobb been rewatching your Elseworlds Exchange ranking streams with Joel and would uh, love to maybe one day see your takes on the various DC Marvel events and love the shows. That'd be fun. I would love to rank all the DC Marvel events. Matthew Chalaga can't catch the whole episode live, but just at, uh, wanted to say how happy I was to get a last unicorn reference in the shorts. Glad to know you guys are also fans. Oh yeah. No, thank you, Matthew. And thank you for generosity. I do love the last unicorn. Uh, I actually met and interviewed Peter S. Beagle about 10 years ago for New York, at New York comic-con. Mm. Uh, you, you, it, it's public somewhere. You can find it. I think it's on the main channel, uh, but yeah, thanks. And uh heartless fang. Hey, you guys, 
Like I mentioned on Friday, I'd also uh, be fun if you and Tivity revisited the one to two episodes you made back in 2016, where you both did pitches and see how they stuck up, uh, stack up almost eight years later. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Which show is that? Else World's Exchange back in the day. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're talking like eight, eight, nine years ago. Yeah. And Jamzilla, hey, Comic Pop, I love you guys and what you do. I watch episodes of Back Issues practically every day now. There's so many. Thank you. Wow. That's true out there, folks. There's almost there's over 400 episodes of Back Issues. Check them all out. You uh, you got your wish. Here's I did. This book. 2024 has started strong for me. Rick. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How many people get to say after a series ended? Got canceled. Um, that technically it didn't. It just didn't get picked back up. Mm-hmm. That's what he's. That's how he put it. Um, Fair. But that it returns and just keeps going with the story it was doing. <laughs> uh, but here we are in 2024. Uh, Sandman Universe, John Constantine, Hellblazer, Dead in America, uh, came out this week, written by Simon Spurrier, or by Aaron Campbell. Yes. Yes, please, thank you. I want to see all the pages from this uh, mm. in person. We'll, we, we, we may. No, we won't. They're, they're going to be gone. They'll be gone. They're so good. This is so good looking. This book is so good. This is so good. <laughs> I don't know what I good, so, good, good. It's just so the good. It's good that's ever good. It's so good. I read it uh like typically I kind of read everything together. This one I read on its own. Yeah. This one got its own space and has been living in my head since reading it. Yes. Picks right back up. We are in the US. This is like Spurrier going like you can tell a Constantine story in the US. I mean I've seen it occasionally. I mean, usually he's no, in. I'm just saying. I think the New Fifty Two like did good, that, and they yeah. didn't like. And like, no, it's people terrible. did not respond to it. But it's yeah. like he's like, no, you can do it. Oh yeah, watch. Like, yeah, just watch, watch, watch me do this. Um, damn, guys, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't, I literally don't have words for how delightful and enjoyable this issue was. I loved it from opening the cover to ending the book. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally can't wait for the next issue. And that's only issue one. It. Issue one um, just proves that Cy Spurrier really has something to say about John. Uh, I I think his run is going to be up there with, like with like many of the greats. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Oh, you mean like Garth Ennis? Yeah, I do. Would you relax? Oh, <laughs> uh, but I know his work is also not everyone's taste. No, it's but true. I think that he just really understands John being a terrible person, yeah. um, and trying to be the best he can be, but typically failing at it. Right. But it's easy to you know, it's easy to to just assume. Oh, he's a bad person. I I think I got this. It's like yeah. no, no, no. It, no, there's he, layers. Yeah. He's like a he's like an onion, terrible onion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not sure what's in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this book from the cover that we saw when it first came out uh, promised a lot of things. Yes. It promised uh, John looking like a zombie. Yeah. This is, this is directly linked to the last volume. Okay. Um, a, uh, you know, one of those double-decker, a double-decker, you know, English buses. Yeah, that that's in there. Mm. Uh, Swamp Thing. I didn't even notice him on the cover. Like, I, I was like, he just blended right in not, with the smoke. I was like, oh, there he is. Swamp Thing and a golf course. Technically, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And Dream. Yes. This cover is not a lie. Right. Everything in this uh, on this cover is in this book to wow. some degree, in some way. There it is, mm-hmm. right? This is smartly written. Um, we're in America. They're, they're escaping from um, the last volume, mm-hmm. trying to avoid being arrested, having a Noah arrested. As we know, in the last volume... I'm like so afraid of spoiling anything, mm-hmm. even though that volume came out. 
it came out years ago and also like it, it it's not the end there's more i know but like it's a great reveal at the end well, of don't. that volume well, um, just just say where he is now but i'm just saying like if you read this issue you know where that is. right okay like if you if you read this issue there's no like it it's yes like john john has another thing to worry about now mm. and also is a very different state of of being at this point um and, and enter dream uh dream shows up and i was like i i am i am so here for like i couldn't pick arrival. another like two like maybe one other well, he author. wrote he wrote Sandman universe yeah like he, he wrote it for a while like he wrote the the dreaming um and like it was all about daniel and i struggled through that but i still enjoyed that book but i struggled through it just because i don't have a connection to daniel i just yeah. don't care about daniel daniel no. sure does show up in this <laughs> and it's it's unbelievable i i mean just from from the initial like image you see of like a hitchhiker's thumb this like ghostly white thumb that you're like oh yeah we know what's going on right <laughs> To John recognizing that he's in a dream or like, you know, awake during it and mm -hmm. to him arriving, the treatment um, that Aaron has on or Aaron Campbell has for the art, I could not come up with a better pull for if I wanted a Sandman book or to see Dream again, yeah. right? Um, because we watch as like, um, John's like, I don't know, who are you? Like, I think I know who you are, but I don't know you. Right. Because he never met him. He meant the last dream. Yeah. The two of them, because John had his bag of sand. Yes. He given it, or well, given it or had it taken from him, depending on how you want to look at it, by an ex-girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really sad story. Oh, you yeah, know, people saw it on the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. In, in the show. Yeah, in our show. But oh, it wasn't, show. Uh, but it wasn't uh, John. Oh, yeah. Um, it, but it's a really, it's a sad um, state of affairs. And uh yeah. You know, you're like that's the end of it, and apparently that's not the end. No, um, but in this, the way in which Dream, like Daniel, reveals that he is Morpheus, yeah, is spectacular because he does. He like oh. changes the way he looks, and the word bubbles change, and it's the original more. And I was like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> my brain is just falling out of my head. Right, this is happening. Uh, oh wow, there is a page of this. Everyone, um, I. I'm sure somebody's going to have snatched this up. Right, I but wish if I, it's available I, for I sale, let I, me know. I just want to see it. Yeah. I just want to see it. I, I have to, I want to see this yeah. piece by, by Campbell. Let um, me know though. It's, it's so spectacular. Um, you know, it's Morpheus being like, no, you lied to me, John. And basically <gasps> Spurrier is going, he's going to make an adjustment. He's going to make a little caveat to what happened, happened in, that in story. Sandman. Right. He's like, you said you never opened the bag. And John's like, all right, so okay, maybe I didn't like, you know, maybe, maybe I did open it a little. He's like, because the, the point is like, John's like, all right, yeah, I guess you figured out that if she could figure it out based on my notes, then I definitely figured out how to open it up. And he's <laughs> like, I'm not going to give you a hard time about that. He's like, here's the problem, though. Um, I am still missing a few grains. Other people have taken them and I want you to get them back for me. Oh, and John's like, I don't really owe you anything. And he's just like, but I think you're going to do it anyway. I, I'm, I'm dream. Well, it's, I'll ruin it's, you. It's, no, but it's Daniel. He's a very different approach. Mm. And like John points that out, by the way. That, that, but doesn't he like. Look at, look at this art. Yeah. Wow. Grr, I just want to rip my face off. I can't even handle <laughs> looking at it. Um, But like eventually, you know, John's seemingly going to go and, and do this while also working on this other issue that he has, like mm -hmm. this looming threat. Right. Yeah. Um, I love this, though, because um, it also reminds us, too, that. um. John's state right now, without spoiling too too much from like the last volume, um, is that John is seemingly not alive, right? But he is still moving, like he's still 
like and he's, he's like just, he's like I he's like it, magic like it's just a few things keeping me going here and Dream kind of knows that and he, he like he shows them it. Look look at this. Mm. Look at that. Yeah. Right. The idea of using Morpheus is like the boogeyman. In yeah. A way. Even though there's definitely nightmares in the, the oh, realm sure. of dream, but like this, like this treatment of like Daniel's like the kind face. He's the good cop, bad cop, right? Yeah. He's the good cop. He's like, hey. Right. But I am really Morpheus. If you could help me. And then Morpheus shows up and he's like, he's scary, right? <laughs> I freaking uh, like, oh, yeah, that. Yeah. This, this, this page, mm-hmm. this page, right? Am I right? Oh my God. Um, But like, he's like, you know, John, this is the moment where he's like, you're scarier than him. Uh-huh. He's like, because like he was mopey and an old goth having an admitted eternity crisis. He's like, but you, you smile. Mm. He's like, nothing more dangerous than a bloke who thinks he's being nice while he waves you off to die. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, like Spurrier just completely altered my brain chemistry on Daniel Hall. Yes. Like just right. It, like made you a fan. Just made me go. Oh, oh. I don't get it. Well, and I think maybe like nobody got it. I don't care. I like, guess. But just, now, it's now it's so, completely changed your. So excellent. Right. Yeah. Another thing I want to point out, we're in America. They are in like, I think the Southern portion of America. Makes and sense. so um, Noah is driving the bus. I will give you a warning though. Noah is a person of color. And guess what happens? Oh. A cop fi- sees him. He's just like, Inevitably, John like gets to the heart of it. He's just like, "Wait, do you know anything about like a warrant out for or anything like that?" And he's like, "No, I just saw a person of color driving this thing, and I thought, I just and assumed, I was like, yeah, you know what? Spirit cutting right to it. Love it. Yeah. Um, there is a specific moment in this. I love it because it is meta in a way where John goes, "All right, dread," and I was like, <laughs> "That is perfection." Yeah. I'm like, yeah, on like so many levels. Mm-hmm. A that like dread exists in for constantine as like a comic or yeah. a reference he can make yep. and dread being a send-up of the american, the american like, like justice, justice system, system and, and then calling this southern co- i'm like Lunsbury used to write dread stories right like i'm just like I... yeah yeah so this book was a 10 out of 10 for me <laughs> um i need this at physical i read it digitally um because i just had to read it right away and we don't really have a local shop local local shop anymore we not local enough it, it yeah like, not great weather for doing that type no, of thing but yes anyway i'm sorry i don't mean to like gush <laughs> but like this like i knew i was gonna be excited i was there was like like maybe a, a grain of like oh my god what if it's, what if it's not as good? good what if like he is more bitter what if it's changed what if his tone has changed and this like completely completely like exceeded my expectations yeah anyway fair constantine number one dead in america just I, i'm telling you nothing nothing beat this for me this week that's fair would you nominate it for book of the week this is my book of the week I, right. not, i'm not even gonna hide this guys this is my book of the week this I is think my, that's fair. this is like 2024 started so strong i'm like where where could you go from here comics i don't even know yeah like this was like everything i could have asked for yeah and i can't believe we have it like it's just such a like it's a treasure for me. This is a treasure because I shouldn't have it. It's like I it's like I got to peek into another universe where the book kept going yeah. and I brought it back. But with it me. did. Yeah, you brought yeah. it back with you. That's awesome. <sighs> uh Hriki uh Hrishi Venkatesh, uh, thanks for mentioning Gravity's Wall in Ram V interview. Uh best book I've read this year so far. Will we ever see Strange Adventures on the Couch? Yeah. We were just like that's really weird you mentioned that we were just literally talking about King books that we wanted to to cover on the couch. Yeah, it's true. And that one came up. Oh yeah. So uh, Dex Baker is the Skybound universe a reboot of Fresh Start? Yes, it is. It's a complete reboot. Uh, Josh Rowland, uh, New Harbor Patrol. Johnson's Hulk is great. I've heard good things about Johnson's Hulk. Yes. Uh, Harbor Patrol, can't say. 
nothing, uh, no, no plans in the works just yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Anderson, quick question. Is Detective Comics worth picking up? I know Rom's time on the book is ending soon. And I'm wondering if I should wait for the trades. I would wait for the trades at this point, but uh, the covers are phenomenal. And so it's like, if you want that piece of art, mm-hmm. you should get the individuals because those covers are just, just perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I would wait. Cause I think uh, the, the book reads better in one sitting uh joshua stevens thanks for generosity love y'all uh would you ever consider making another channel such as comic pop academia and do back issues like to kill a mockingbird or heart of darkness kind of kidding but would watch anything you do i appreciate that man thank you uh that'd be fun i would love to do that uh comic pop returns this channel isn't doing very well so i feel like i would be hard pressed to make another attempt at another channel and make more content but uh for now i'm I happy with what we're making is doing just fine well thank you you don't get to see the numbers. Samuel Summers. Yes, I do. Uh, I genuinely love the fall of X books. And I think the sink and talent relationship is my favorite comic book relationship in a while. Right. It's just, it's just a sweet relationship. We'll yeah. see where this goes now. I, I get what sync is doing, but I'm also afraid of how it could taint their, like, I, I get it. And I'm looking forward to trouble. To, yeah. Trouble or just, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Charzy. Uh, I'm sure I'm still harping on it, but do either of you have any costume ideas for an ultimate DCU or your favorite characters? No. I don't have any pitches for for what they would look like. No. Um, you want to see some alternate costumes? Take a look at uh, my article from CBR where I talk about Ultimate Universe or uh, just Google Wizards Ultimate DC Comics. And Wizard uh, hired uh, an actual comic book artist to redesign them. And uh, it's really fun. I like, think I've seen that. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, there's There's a ton of different ideas. The Batman one is more... Like, you could see the Batman influence was like, clearly earth one um yeah uh inspired um they wanted morgan freeman to be commissioner gordon in that oh. universe um superman like if you drop the rose the yellow entirely yep it makes it it's more kingdom come inspired in fact Definitely. we'll just we'll just take a minute and look really? at him fine why not i'll just throw it on there there you go perfect all right here's superman <clears throat> again like you know it's just like take the key the kingdom come logo and get rid of all the other colors just blue and, and red i kind of love it I don't know if I love the, the 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 side stuff like the. I don't. I do. I could definitely see them going for more, um, like, bolder blocking blocking of colors yeah. and 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 just more streamlined. But I could also see them going with like incorporating more fashion. Yes. Like well, we saw with some of um the Krakoa stuff, mm-hmm, but like with at- Abigail Brand's outfit. Oh yeah. Like where they were just like, no, yeah. she is a fashion forward woman. Yeah, but look at that collar. Look at that new 52 collar. Oh, yeah, there's a new 52 collar. A long time before. Uh, can I move? All right, fine. Can I do anything else with this? What the hell? No, yeah. you cannot. Um, it's right there. Oh, derp. All right, here we go. Uh, Wonder Woman. This one's like, meh. Flash is bizarre. Green Lantern is just John. And that was another thing they were like, for John, it would just be like, or for Green Lantern, we would make John Stewart the main Green Lantern. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That, that's something that it's not an unpopular idea. Um, but uh, the, the interpretations are, are interesting. Here, let me take a look. At this. this is Batman. You know, a lot more tactical. Mm. It's less uh, streamlined, less like fun. The logo uh, is changed, but you can see the the Earth One influence that this had on that. It's really you can see his eyes. It's funny. The lower half of it looks a little bit more like the video game. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, maybe um, not with the belt. There's a lot going on on that belt. Yeah, that yeah. belt looks like he found it from someone else's costume and put it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, green Lantern, just black and green. I, I love it. Like 
I kind of love it. You don't even see like any detailing for anything on, on the black part of the costume, which is pretty dope. Yeah, I think it looks great. It's slick. Yeah. Um, the Flash. I'm not wild about this. Not a fan. I don't like the closed Spider-Man like mask. I mean, it makes more sense. It would his face. Exactly. But uh, but again, I'm not wild about it, you know. But again, it also has that piping. Like, has that uh, those, those little thing you see that influence? Yeah. Wonder Woman. Eh. You know, it's it's like a too. It, it's a mixture of like too many armor styles for mm-hmm. me. I think that's it's making it a little sloppy. Yeah. And I don't love that the lasso is like attached to her axe. Yeah, that way she can like swing the axe around by like the furthest. I guess. You know. Yeah. Well, it, it's like one end is death and the other one is uh, truth or right? something. The I don't the, know. the thing on the top her tiara yeah. very like frank miller inspired oh, it feels time. like yeah yeah definitely and uh yeah that's it yeah how'd we get on that oh yeah oh, was, uh, uh, what, what yeah. costumes well, are costumes yeah but not those not those probably uh, not those yeah probably not <laughs> uh and ah uh harishi Venkatesh as a proud scouser i adore john constantine love that another misanthropic liver put Liverpoolian uh, has so much cultural legacy. Great to see Daniel too. Yeah, I'm telling you, like this book completely changed my take on him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, AKA 480. Hi, hope you both uh, are well. Uh, have you ever seen the JMD Mateus Constantine movie? I love Matt Ryan as John. Ryan's uh, also a fan of Spurrier's book. I don't think we have. No, we've never watched it. Okay. I was like, that does not. No. Yeah. I don't. We did see Demetrius's Spectre short. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, yeah, and it has nothing to do with like with with preference because I like Demetrius. Um, it literally had to do. I think there was just too many animated things, and there like came a point where like Sal had kind of gotten a little burnout from that, mm-hmm. so we just kind of stopped watching them. Yeah. So yeah. hey, there's something for us to watch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we should. I mean, Demetrius doing a doing uh, a costume book. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and finally, Avengers Twilight number one, Chip Zdarsky uh, and Daniel Acuna. This is, uh, you know, it's Dark Knight Returns, Spider-Man Reign for Captain America slash the Avengers. Um, the future sucks and Spider-Man's dead. That's the name of the episode. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, and it's true. <laughs> it's not a lie in this book. Both those things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, Cap is, uh, it's the future. Uh, Captain America hates uh, the future, but he's also, you know, well-fed and comfortable. He's got a beautiful wife and a, decent apartment and you know a legacy and the avengers are disbanded and the government's totalitarian and we're all well-paid slaves it's very similar to like dark knight strikes again where it's like you know there's holographic technology and everybody's getting like paid and laid but like our government is uh, fascist and we're not happy and or we're, d- we're deeply missing something and you know uh cap is like they took my super soldier serum and you're like they took it like what yeah, they, they, they filtered it out. And I would have assumed that it's just it's like... they. coffee filter. I would have assumed he just burned it out. You know, like we've no, seen that before. they took but it away. They took it from him. And uh, so it's like, okay, you know, uh, the Acuna art is fun and cool. It's uh, it, it it has this kind of like grit that you need, but also um, it's uh, it, it makes you... You know, the world around Steve is all, you know, everyone's got like crazy costumes. So it's also evocative of Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like maybe they're wearing, you know, like, uh, you know, futuresque Google Glass augmentations. You know, like they're 
it's an it's an idea of like everyone has either superpowers like Earth X or they're it's like clear where they're 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 wearing you know stuff that makes them imagine that they're in a more like positive reality than they are in, and you know uh, Cap is unhappy and uh, he meets up with his friends like Matt Murdock and uh, Luke Cage and everyone's old and busted and tired and uh, Luke has a comment where he's like, Oh, I keep busy. And you're like, Oh, Luke's part of the resistance. Okay. Yeah, I get that. And, uh, um, and Steve just has this like deep kind of like feeling of there's something wrong. There's something rotten with America. And, uh, you know, so it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a kind of dystopian future Avenger story. I I think it's a, I think it's better handled than the last Avenger story from Peter David, Mm -hmm. which takes this idea kind of and goes and runs with it. Mm -hmm. Something, something bad happened one day, you know, like in the Avengers video game or like in any dystopian or at the beginning of civil war. Right. Exactly. But like something bad happened and there aren't any superheroes anymore or the government got outlawed or the government outlawed. Didn't you feel that influence though? Yeah. Like, because he's dealing with, you know, I I read this book. Oh, great. Okay. (laughs) I was just letting you explain it because that way everyone else got the benefit of it. I read it too. Um, I got the Civil War influence because of the inclusion of James Stark. Yes. Um, I was like, you know, being like a young, like, here's the thing. Initially, I was like, oh, we're doing an old versus young thing. No, we're not. We're not. No. We're not because part of the resistance is young. Like, no, it just has to do with like people like the government versus everyone else. Like, yes. You know, it, I'm looking forward to seeing more of the reasoning behind what is happening. It has mm-hmm. like a little bit of a 1984 yes. flair to it. Um, I assume Rosa is actually like, like a sleeper agent. Yeah. Like I, total recall. Literally. I was trying to come up with the name of that and I just couldn't yeah. do faster than She's Sal Susan could say it. <laughs> That's or, my uh, life. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I just assume she's there to keep Steve in line. Docile. Yeah. Because, Steve really has accepted the fact that he's just like, the world has moved on and doesn't need a Captain America anymore. Right. Because like nobody's superheroing any longer. Like that, that's over. Yeah. Right. And people can't take photos of things like the government controls. Everything yeah. You can't that- film or it's funny. That's, that, that, that's a fun little detail where it's like, they took away your ability to film capture, you know, yeah. take record. Anything. Anything. In public. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's some kids skateboarding and they're just taking like video of that and like they're they're literally gonna get arrested until like Steve steps in and then mm-hmm. he gets his ass kicked. But he, he tries. Yeah. Um, but I, I there's a lot to this, there's more to it than I thought I I was going to enjoy. Like I was reading, and I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, like it's Sidarski. I know he's a competent writer, yeah. but I just wasn't sure if I was gonna really get into the world. And after like reading it and sitting with it for a while, I think there is something there. There's something I, there. And yeah. I know there's a lot of influences. So I feel like part of the reason people might go like, I'm gonna pass on this or I'm not interested in it is because it probably feels, at least in the first issue, like a lot of things you already know. Definitely. But I'm looking forward to seeing what Zdarsky wants to say because I think he has something to say. This book has something to say. I think so too. Yeah. Um, and I'm not prepared to go like I know what he's trying to say. Um, no, I, I really I, don't. I do think that Rosa is is a sleeper agent. Sleep Didn't agent. occur to me that. I think so. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, I was like, no, you're too good to be true. I yeah, think you're a I just thought agent. I was like, I was just, I, I was like, that's weird that like you know he has this very like yeah youngish wife and that she you know it's weird no i think but I, it's suspicious I, it's suspicious is what it, yeah. is what it is exactly. for sure uh i really like that sequence with peter he's only in it for a hot second yeah no i mean obviously like there's a great moment where uh we we flash back uh to like you know the the bad day that yeah. ruined everything and spider-man died in it which is why and it's like it, it, of course like because spider-man dies like it's like he's metaphorically like the death of the superhero and like the the you know like 
the beginning of the dark times. Um, yeah. A lot. Of, again, this is like the second book of the, of, of this week that portrays Spider-Man better than the main series. But uh, you know, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I always like Steve and Pete interacting. Well, I liked it too, because like, you know, Pete's obviously all he cares about is Aunt May and mm-hmm. making sure. Cause like the idea here is that part of what causes H day. Yeah. Um, again, for me, it was very civil warian because they do talk a lot about like the, like, uh, collateral damage from yeah, it yeah. um is that like the villains got like their hero up, their, their identity and right? they got their identity so they're going after their families yes. in order to lure the superheroes in um and so spider-man obviously wants to save may and essentially dies doing it and like he, all he asks cap to do is to take care of may may and he, and he tries to tell him what his name is yes and like cap's like you're no you're not peter you're spider-man <laughs> yeah you're the best of us yeah and i was like, like that is really really good but i was like that's actually a pretty good pitch like it's really understated i have a feeling we're going to find out that the government leaked the information to them mm. like somehow they had it like I, I i'm i'm building up this like deep yeah like seed of like conspiracy corruption. and corruption within the government i think that's that's a dynamite pitch i'm um, down for that so I, that's where i think this might be going uh but yeah i i kind of liked it yeah and i thought it was gonna be a little bit more um you know cyberpunkian mm-hmm. but i don't think we have a chance to really explore too too much of it no um, so we'll see but i did notice like in the background a lot of people sporting like superhero-esque fashion almost yes. as though they're like taking it themselves yep. and like normalizing it mm-hmm. um but yeah james stark is a dick oh yeah but i think he's but gonna he's be also, the hero like he doesn't know no anything. he doesn't know any better yeah i think i think we're gonna see a big turn for james but uh i'm excited to see the rest of the series it's fun it's mm-hmm. uh competent it's it's i mean it's fun in that way where it's like an, an interesting um idea idea and like thought like exercise mm-hmm. um it's not fun necessarily in its subject matter no because it's like it's not fun to watch it. all your favorite heroes die yeah, but uh yeah, yeah. but it's fun or, to see like an, an alternate future for yeah. the marvel universe oh and matt murdoch dies too i know you shouldn't even put that matt dies off camera so i'm like no Either he didn't die or, you know, but I, I get killing Peter in this and having and giving him a moment because it's like Spider-Man could overshadow the book. And the book is like the protagonist is Captain America. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially because Chip is like, Chip's like, I have to kill Peter. Otherwise, I will accidentally I can't make, help it. Yeah. Otherwise, I will accidentally make him the hero of the book. So I got to make him go away. And that's smart. Yeah. You know, uh, especially because it's like same with Matt. Like, you know, oh yeah, I got to kill him. I got to kill Matt. Otherwise, he'll take over. It's like it's I gotta so kill. I gotta kill all these that. really like prominent characters so that I can, so that all I have left is Steve and mm. say something about Steve. Rogers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, smart. It's fun. Yeah. Um, Harishi mm. uh, Harishi says, uh, "Was in Nottingham, found a collection of all the Marvel Trouble uh, books, original covers. So I bought it. Don't love the book, but I bought uh, as a fun find. Nice. It is a, a that is historical record there. Yeah. If I, you know, I'm sure Marvel would love to pulp every copy that exists." <laughs> Uh, and also says, see the Scotty Young cover of Avengers Twilight. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, but for now, let's recommend Wait, some Wait, what's comics. your book of the week? We already know what mine is. I mean, I know. It's 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 Hellblazer. I think Hellblazer. But what's is yours? Um, I, you know, out of all of them. Is it Hellblazer? <laughs> uh, I think it's got to be Hellblazer. Um, no, I think, it, I mean, there are a lot of good books uh, that came. Uh, you know, I kind of liked most of the books that, that I read uh, this week. Um, I think it's got to be Wonder Woman. Oh. Oh, not world's finest or superman you know, or... world's finest was a lot of fun yeah it's tough because like world's finest was great um and fun um wonder woman was just like excellent mm. um and uh, and avengers twilight was a lot of fun as well mm-hmm. so it's tough uh yeah so it's constantine great yeah i'll just say hellblazer because oh. it's just incredible 
because of its influence. <laughs> you didn't even read it. I just was so excited. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Someone has been amazing Spider-Man. Like I would read that book. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, Be nice about it, though. No, no, it's not your fault. It's no. just it's mm-hmm. theirs. I mean, just I'm not going to give them their money. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe Avengers Twilight because it's just like uh, it's a good effort. Yeah. You know, like this is and it like this could have easily been a what if book, guys. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like this could have been a, a, a higher profile version of your what if brand that you asked Zdarsky to pioneer for you. Yeah, but then it would just be his. I could imagine him being like, no, I'm not the only person writing high oh, I know. profile what if books. Oh, I know. No, that's exactly what happened. He was like, no, I'm not going to be the only one who does it. Uh, plus Marvel's like, well, we have this ugly old logo from the 90s we're going to recover. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Avengers Twilight. Okay. Just take it away from DC. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, let's recommend some comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Uh, Ghost Machine number one is dropping from Johns and Tomasi and Ivan Rice and Francis Manipole and Brian Hitch and Gary Frank and Jason Fabok. Oh, wow. For some reason, I thought this was already out. That's because we had like an ash can. Yeah, okay. That's um, exactly why. Thank but that's you. Robin. I'm going to take a look <laughs> at this and see what the hell all the hubbub is about. Uh, Punisher number three from David Peppos and uh, Rod Rice is out or is coming out. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's i've read it so i could I, you know i don't want to spoil anything but uh fun surprises and reveals in okay. this uh, in this issue uh the penguin number five maybe i'll finally read the last uh six uh maybe i'll read the last five issues finally um you've read at least one i've read two issues yeah. in the series maybe four <laughs> you've uh, read two thirds of this series wow. wow and uh green arrow number eight uh green arrow number eight uh josh williamson and phil hester back to re- see the return of onomatopoeia Hooray! Good use of that character. Great use of Phil Hester. Uh, and Green Arrow is a fun series. That, uh, I hope people are reading. I think be- enough people are reading it because uh, the series is uh, is is in an ongoing status as opposed to a mini. Excellent, uh, like excellent. It, like it had been originally. I noticed someone asked you about what Cobra Commander wasn't the uh, book of the week for you. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> are you sure? I, I liked it well enough, but not enough to be like, oh. Give me more Cobra Commander. It's more. like, all right, it's cool. You know. To hell with those who fall for less Cobra right. Commander. Um, okay. Um, what? <laughs> right. A uh, couple things that are coming out. I'm sure I'm going to um, pull a few more as we go along here. Um, but Hexagon Bridge number five. Yay. Richard Blake. I love this book. It's so great looking. Uh, yeah. Art. Yay. Yeah. Uh, X-Force number 48 is coming out this week. Uh, we're back to Beast. Great. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with this. I'm so glad that uh, Wolverine is being uh, commandeered by Sabretooth so that we can't focus on the Wolverine Saber, uh, Beast. That's if he can't be in this. That's true. Wolverine's I, in every book. We'll see. Ben Percy will make it work. I don't know. He's, he's writing both of them. Um, Gods number four is coming out this week. Uh, Hickman, Skeety. Yes, please. Doctor Strange. Doctor right. Strange. These are the, these are he's the been men. in every issue, hasn't he? Uh, <laughs> yes. I think so. Uh, Resurrection of Magneto, number one. Here we go. Al now Ewing. Ewing. Oh, yeah. now it matters. Yeah, Ewing's gonna. Well, I mean, it didn't matter no matter what. Uh, and uh, Ewing writing it, Vecchio on art. Ooh. Um, you know, this is the thing he didn't want. There's no protocols anymore. How are they going to do this? I don't know. Let's find out. This is the epic conclusion. You look at or him as right. the epic conclusion to the Krakoan age looms. Mm-hmm. Look at him wearing his uh, Jim Lee costume. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, who knows what version they're going to bring back? Oh, my God. Right? I don't know. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. 
together. You don't need everybody. like to get an old version of Magneto. You just need to push him in one direction and be like, okay, I'm back to being a bad guy again. Ho ho. Like, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Don't be a bad guy yet. Hang on. Hang yeah. on. We gotta we gotta solve these other problems first. Then that's right. Then we'll talk about you being a bad guy. I guess we're not gonna talk about it. You're just gonna do it necessarily. That's what I do, baby. Oh, okay. That's sure. why I'm Magneto. Um, but yeah, those are a few of the books that I'm gonna be grabbing this week and I'm excited to do so. Yeah. Uh, we should also mention that uh, Titan's Beast World Tour Star City is also out tomorrow. Uh, so check that out as well. Oh, there it is. I believe. Right. Yeah. Check that out. Uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you to our super <laughs> chats for sponsoring today's show. Thank you to that, our viewers. That's what they'll be the tree frog green tree frog green lantern alligator flash. Okay, there you go. So you got to pick that up if you want to know what's going on. <laughs> uh, if you don't want to miss out. But uh, we want to thank you all so much for watching the show uh, and, of course, for sponsoring today's show by super chatting or by just being civil in the comments and chat. Uh, we do appreciate you being here and populating the show, I making guess. it what it is today. Uh, if you haven't already, you should check out the latest episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly and watch our uh, commentation on uh, Deadpool first issues. Fun issue. Happy to see that series re return. Yeah, it's a good episode. Yeah, I think it's a good episode. Thank you for uh, corroborating. I'm also looking forward to seeing more. I got another whole theme ready to go. Um, but still telling you, we should have done that. Like, you know, the fireball, like Pitbull's fireball came back around again. Yes, Everyone I was like, that. oh, I remember that. People are using it for bringing things back. I'm like, we totally should have done a social media post. Like, oh, I agree. With like Ben. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't. So now it's over. Anyway. Right, well, and so is the trend. <laughs> but uh, we'll see you guys next time. Don't forget to check out Tiffany on twitch.tv slash comic pop. We do uh, apologize, but you will not be streaming on Wednesday this no. week because you need to shoot back issues with us. Yes. Uh, so that's going to be fun. Uh, but you will be there, I think, tomorrow. Correct? Yes. Yes. yes, uh, yes. Man, let me tell you a little teaser for more uh, on this channel and the other channels. Of course, if you haven't already checked out comic pop plays on YouTube and Twitch, uh, you should. Uh, twitch.tv slash comic pop, but youtube.com slash at comic pop plays. Check those out. Yeah. Watch Tivity streams. Uh, yeah. Jedi, whatever the fuck uh, is out. <laughs> You're playing Jedi Survivor. Yes. Uh, on that and God of War Ragnarok on the other. Mm -hmm. But uh, we're going to be talking to a number of different uh, creators in the next week. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be like an influx of interviews that are going to be dropping very quickly. Yes. Uh, some of whom you've never seen on this channel. Some of whom you may have not have seen in this channel for almost eight years, eight, ten years. Who knows? Wow. So uh, keep an eye out for that. I'm shooting one tomorrow. I'm shooting another one on Thursday. I think maybe two this Thursday. It's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> it's like so much I need to be prepared for. But uh, keep an eye out for that. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. Bye.